The NFL is officially back, so you know what that means. It's time to get on Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props, and they are primed for the NFL season. Choose 10 out of the 20 player prop options to build your lineup. They also include competitions for the NBA, MLB, PGA, and eSports, where you choose 5 out of the 10 player prop options to build your lineup. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over or under based on its likelihood to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. Rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Use promo code NEXTONEPOD when you sign up today and you will receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store or by visiting their website www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Next One Podcast, the 57th edition, the Mr. Steal Your Ball Jackson, 790s this year, close to 57, 790s, JC Jackson. It's the 57th edition of the Next One Podcast. I'm Ryan Conley, along with Tom Crocker once again. Tom, how are you doing? I still don't know. I, I don't know. I should be okay. I was just saying that to you when you when you called me. I should I should be feeling great, but I'm not, and we'll have to dig, we'll have to dig in. Yeah, we'll dig in. I know you are your your Steelers. We'll, we'll dig into that later. We'll get into that, yep. but first we got to talk. What's on the Patriots? Well, Vegas put out a new betting line for Steelers odds. No, for this show. Oh, okay. What's the, what are the he, odds? They said, what are the odds that Tom and Ryan um, stick to the agenda? And they bet the, uh, they bet the under. And the so over. It's like about one to a thousand. That yeah. That's the topics we have pre-planned. <laughs> but we'll try to start off well. And that is the Patriots going into Los Angeles at the Chargers. Their new shiny stadium that cost billions of dollars. They went into that building, won 45 to zilch, not a zero, nothing in the game. And if you look at the stat line, that's a game you would assume was maybe a 17 to 10 game. Like looking, Cam had 69 passing yards. Our leading receiver, Gunnar Oshevsky, had 38 yards on a touchdown pass. And that was from Jared Stidham, not Cam Newton. Jared Stidham had 61 passing yards, came at 69. So a lot of the passing yards came from Stidham. So we were not an offensive passing team on a Sunday. Uh, block field got the end of the half. McCourty getting that fumble recovery, taking it to the house, making it 28 nothing. That basically sealed the deal, I think, in most people's mind. No one saw this game coming. I mean, I knew that the Patriots would be able to limit Chargers because Belichick owns rookies quarterbacks. He's twenty-one and five now. I think he's eight and all his last eight against rookie quarterbacks. This was not the result I was expecting, but it's nice. It's a nice sense of normalcy in twenty twenty. You know, for the past twenty years, I'm used to most Sundays being uh, not interested in the Pats game at halftime because usually we're winning and the game's over by half. That hasn't been the case this year, so it's nice a uh, throwback to normal time seeing Patriots finishing the game by halftime. So I'm, I was happy with the result. How can you not be? And it's getting me It's getting me a little too excited. I'm very excited for this Thursday against the Rams. This game has given me way too much hope, and we'll talk about it later, but the path, the path is here. 
we will follow the path. So I, I, I just want to say, um, a great win. You know, I'm, I, I, I genuinely was like, I'd rather see the Patriots win because Chargers are already out of it. Um, you know, they're, the Chargers are a beat-up franchise right now. Anthony Lynn's probably going to be fired. They won't say it, but he probably will. 100% will. Um, but what I want, I, I, I want to see competitive, I want to see a competitive Patriots team. And this, this is my Christmas gift. Okay. So I found it funny that the Steelers was one game all year and my phone gets demolishedly blown up. <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, Instagram of all places, Instagram, uh, Facebook by older family members, um, text messages, uh, TikTok. I did get a TikTok message. Um, and so fun. Patriots lose football games. I don't say anything. What my Christmas gift this year will be like Stephen A. Smith of ESPN does for the Dallas Cowboys every year. And I said, you know what? Now it makes sense. Now I get why he likes that. I want the Patriots to keep winning. And I want the Patriots to have to go into week 17, New Year's, whatever, the first Sunday of New Year's. And I want you to be a game back. And all you need is one team to lose. Patriots already won their game, whoever it may be. Vegas, Baltimore, Tennessee. Colts. Whoever it's going to be, the Colts. And I want it to go down like it did in 2014 (laughs) when, who was it, Ryan Suckup, I think it was, had to make a – Field goal for the Chiefs to send the Steelers into the playoffs. They needed four teams that day, by the way, to lose. All of them lost except for a missed field goal and Pittsburgh missed it. I want New England to feel that pain where they're <laughs> – that's what I want. So I want you to keep winning. I want you to win tomorrow night. I want you to win again next week. I want you to win the week after against the Bills. I want you to beat the Dolphins. And then I want you to barely beat the Jets again and then lose – not in your game Sunday at one o'clock on week 17. I want it to go until 7.30 at night. And <laughs> you just, and then I'm just going to tweet out, hey, Pittsburgh's on a bye week. We'll see you in two weeks. Oh, that's a good uh, dream to have. And I mean, the Jets are in hyperdrive now. They are in hyperdrive mode. So we will expect a, no matter where this the is, are. This, well, this is what I learned over the last couple of years. This is a weird feeling for you guys. But... In, in a way, it's fun, right? So um, it's still fun as a Steeler fan to be 11-1 and one and still be worried because now it's just a one seed. Now we have to watch Kansas City every week. The conversation is, well, Kansas City played like this, Pittsburgh played like this, they must be the same. You won't know until they play each other. But I'm going to give you advice again that it's interesting. And you're not used to this type of water. I am. I've been through it since 2000, you know, Five, four, five, six. Definite role reversals here. Yeah. We don't just do it. It's now you're a normal football team. So in a way, it's fun, right? As a fan, it's fun doing your podcast. It's fun. Twitter, it's fun. Yeah. Because you're not just like, oh, we won the division. Nope. Because the Bills, which by the way, the Bills talk can stop. The Bills aren't winning the, I mean, the Patriots aren't winning the division. I don't think they're going to choke this year. Verbal Um, meeting of Cam saying. But in all honest, in all honesty, did you want to talk on the game still, or did you want to get? Or are we talking about the path before I get ahead um, of myself? 
I mean, there's not much about the game I want to talk about. I think we can go right into the path talk because that's all we really care about at this point is how can the Patriots get into the playoffs? Okay, so Cleveland's not – you're not passing Cleveland. So rule the five seed out. Yeah, Cleveland's too far ahead, nine, nine and three now. So I, I think yeah. Cleveland's out. We really need San Fran to beat the Bills. The Bills still have to face the Chiefs, they have to face us. And we that was to, a big game. Not a lot of people really thought about that, but that was a, for a Patriots fan, that was a big game. That yeah, was it a big was. game. And the Ravens Cowboys game. Kind it, it depends on I think the Ravens own the Browns, so I'm not confident in the Ravens losing to the Browns whatsoever. So this Bills game, them winning was huge because I know they have the Chiefs next. I'm gonna well no, the Steelers next, not Chiefs. They don't face the Chiefs. They have Steelers, Patriots, and I'm not sure the other two games, but we need they do a, have um, – I think they have the Jets again. Jets and probably another crappy team like the Bengals or something. So, I wish NFL.com still had that. Um, you just click the team and it tells you the – oh, yeah, I have it right here. It tells you – it shows every team in the playoffs and it, right next to it shows their remaining opponents. Yeah. Um, but no, but what I'm – but I, I guess my point real quick was um, – I don't – okay, here it is right here. Want me to send you the link? If you want to. I, I, I think our Six best feet. chance uh, our best chance is to get the seventh seed. I think the Colts have it right now at seven and four, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, Colts have it right now at eight and four, the seventh seed. So, um, so yeah. this is – forget about one and two. So three uh, – forget about three because I don't think you're winning the division – no, definitely not. We're not. I don't think we're going to win the division unless a miracle happens. Uh, do, did we find out who the Bills plays? Face. Uh, well, this. The, I mean, this kind. The site kind of sucks because it says that Tennessee is the four seed at eight before, and, and Cleveland, who just killed them this week, is the five seed at nine and three. <laughs> NFL doing the Browns dirty. I, I got um, So t- Tennessee has Jacksonville this week. They're probably going to win. Okay. Um, oh, they have power rankings up right now. I don't have the power rankings. So I, so the Bills have to face Steelers. They have to face the Broncos. They have to face the Patriots and the Bills. Not an easy uh, road. I know the Dolphins have a gauntlet of a road ahead. Dolphins have a Chiefs, Patriots, Bills, and let's see. Let's see who Dolphins have for a fourth team. I know they have a really tough We should have had this up. <laughs> that's what we do. We we had a little time to prep, so we should go right into it. They have the Raiders, so they have they they host the Chiefs. Then they go. Oh, they host the Patriots, so they have a little advantage there. But then they go to Las Vegas. Then they go to Buffalo. Those are four tough games. They'll prove if Miami is a contender because we have to hop over the Dolphins. We have to hop over uh, Raiders. Hop over the Ravens and the Colts. So it's four teams. We're currently the 10th team in the AFC. And according to Pro Football Focus, I think they gave us a 22% chance to make the playoffs, which is surprisingly high for how many teams we have to hop over in this short time. But the Raiders do face the Colts. It's like one team has to lose there. Dolphins have a tough road ahead. Yeah, I have all their schedules up right now in front of me. Okay. so Which one do you want to start with? Oh, let's start with the – the Ravens first, because I'm most concerned about the Ravens. Okay. 
I think so, they faced the Browns as their only tough opponent. Right. So um, at Cleveland this this coming Monday. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry. Home versus Jack. So at Cleveland Monday. Home versus Jacksonville Sunday. Home versus the Giants the following Sunday, and at the Bengals. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to write out our predictions for all four teams, and we're going to put the schedule together. And this is going to be the official The Next One podcast playoff projections. All right? There we go. All right. So we got to agree collectively together. Oh, with a, we're going to actually not. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm down. So <laughs> Cleveland at Cleveland for Baltimore Monday. All right. if I'm, I'm going to go loss. For the Ravens? Yep. I'll go lost. I, I was going to say, I, I feel like the Ravens and the Steelers are the big brother to the Browns. Ravens are in um, kind of. Okay. You know what? Fine. I will take Baltimore for this reason. All right. Because I'm, 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 I'm honestly 50 50 on the game. Same. I will take Baltimore for this reason only. Cleveland has never shown me in my lifetime of living, okay, that they can, because they've never done it. Mm-hmm. That they can go in and blow a team off their brakes, and then come back next week and not be cocky. And this is the most cockiest team. Baltimore knows their circumstances. They have Harbaugh. I don't know about the new coach, um, and in Cleveland, what his like how he gets his players going. I'm taking. I'll, I will take Baltimore by like three to seven points. I take Baltimore in that game too. Okay. Because I, I have no faith in Cleveland. Every time Cleveland seems like they're about to like kind of assert themselves so just uh, well we're gonna have to do the brown schedule then too because we got to get yeah what's what's rapid fire of these let's do it all right uh baltimore home versus jacksonville win win yes um versus the giants at home i'm, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna take go, the win i i see i think giants are that frisky dangerous team where their defense is gonna carry them their offense is just good enough and they're going to be fighting for a spot. So I think I'm more confident in the Jets, uh, Giants beating the Ravens than I am. We save that clip. I'm more confident in the Jets. Yeah, right? No, something that's never been said unless it's a mistake like it was just now. But I'm more confident in the Giants beating the Ravens than I am the Browns beating the Ravens. Okay. But so um, Probably wouldn't. But in order for the pitch to have a path, we, we need a so – Is that a homer pick? That, that's my homer pick. The Giants – coming through for me um, I'll, I'll i'll agree if you're the patriots fan i'll agree all right yep. and then at the Bengals, week 17 the Bengals at that point need to stay as low as they can in the draft position especially um, to get protection for burrow so i'm going to say win for the ravens week yes I agree. so um, and it, and that's okay too because i think they're still going to lose one of those games anyway i still think it might so I, i'll even switch that loss out with the browns so you got they they're going to go with browns winning, i got giants, giants winning all right, so we both have them going three and one. The Colts at Vegas. I'm going to give the Colts a victory. I think the Raiders aren't ready. I agree. Um, okay, uh, versus Houston. Houston's an interesting uh, game because it's in division. Sean Watson is hot. He did lose uh, um, what's-his-face to Royds. Or prescription drugs, but you know, yeah. I, I, I'm gonna lean Texans. Okay. Um, 
I want to. I want to go. I want to go Colts. Um, but <sighs> I think they can play spoiler. Okay. All right. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Because you know my next answer is going to be lost. They're at Pittsburgh. Yeah, uh, I think it was at Pittsburgh, too. Okay. And then versus Jacksonville. Jacksonville's tanking. They're going to win that one. Yeah, so. Okay, so we're going two and two. All right. To the, uh, to the Raiders we go. So we have them losing right. Colts. Yep, so they're going to lose to the Colts. All right. And then they're home versus the Chargers. Home Chargers. I'm going to give in division – but I think this team's basically given up on Anthony Lynn, so I'm going to give that to the Raiders. Okay, and that's at home too. Yeah. Um, versus the Dolphins, big game. This is a huge game for the depending on how these teams are doing, Dolphins and Raiders. Like who I'm going to be rooting for probably will change. This is a tough call. I'm going to lean. Oh, you know what? I should be writing down to some of these wins because we're going to have to look at the tiebreakers. True. Um, are you doing this on the playoff machine? Oh, we're doing this on the classic piece of paper. I love it. Oh yeah. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean Raiders only because if it's Tua starting, I don't think I don't trust Tua. I especially as a rookie. Okay, and then at Denver, win. Yes. Okay, so they're three and one. All right. So now we go to the Dolphins schedule. Uh, uh, home versus the Chiefs. Yeah, gotta give them a loss there. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, home versus the Pats. Here we go. So we're gonna obviously give them a loss, right? I gotta give them a loss. So here, here's my. That's the trap game, and I think that's the reason why you're gonna miss the playoffs. In all honesty, at Ravens is. I mean, at Miami is scary. I'm not sure if it's a Patriots thing, cold weather team going down south, or if it's a Tom Brady thing. And how Tom Brady's been playing recently, maybe it's the Tom Brady thing. But my, here's my thing: if Patriots lose to the Rams, season's over. I don't know. I don't think Patriots are going to take. I think Patriots going to play hard the rest of the season. But I think the Dolphins are a lot more likely to win if we lose against the Rams. But if we beat the Rams, then I don't see the Patriots losing a game. I think this Rams game is the pivotal game for the Patriots. And assuming Patriots beat Rams, I'm saying Patriots. The Dolphins as well. Well, these next, so these final three games are insanely huge for you. Okay. Because as a Patriots fan, now you're going to start rooting for the Dolphins. Because if the Dolphins lose the next two and you win the next two, including beating them, now you have the tiebreaker over them. You need the Dolphins to, to win those last two games because one is at the Raiders and then to finish it off at the Bills. So if we have, I, I'm going to be honest with you, I can see Miami losing all four of these. I, I 100% could too. I can see because Buffalo's going to need to play for that home field event for that home spot, the three spot. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, so Raider, Raiders are uh, seven and five right now, if I'm right. Yeah. Yep. So if we have them losing one, Patriots have the tiebreaker against them. So Patriots would go above Raiders because we beat the Raiders this year. Mm-hmm. So you have Patriots aren't in an alt, like a optimal spot. Because the games we had to win, like we beat the Ravens, we have the tiebreaker over them. We beat the Raiders, have the tiebreaker over them. Beat the Dolphins, like we need to beat the Dolphins. So if, assuming we beat them again, we have the tiebreaker over them. 
all these teams we need tiebreakers over, we got. So we tiebreakers wise, I think the Patriots are at the top of the list for all those teams. Like no, and you tie. you closed out the games to the right teams, and you beat the right teams. Yeah. It just stinks that you were were in so many of them, and that might be the reason why you don't make it because you didn't finish in those early games. Yeah. Um, so are we gonna give Miami losing out for time purposes? Yeah, uh, I I think Miami probably probably loses all four. Okay. Not probably. Even though they're probably they probably win one, and I'll pro- and if I had to choose, the one game that they'd win would be against the Raiders. Yeah, agreed. Um, that's because it, it's in it's in Vegas, but it's also the Raiders, and the Raiders are literally a high and low team. Where one week they look like the best team in football, and the next week they look like the worst team. They are better record Falcons. Like Falcons, you can have like an awesome week where they crush the Raiders forty five whatever, and then lose the next week. All right. Um. Here's the Browns' final four games. Could we? We have to go down this now because, um, of yeah. where teams are going to jump. We'll just do the last four. So versus Baltimore, we have them losing. Yep. Um. And then they're at the Giants. Here's your game again. They're going to have back-to-back games in New York at the Giants and at the Jets. So I think they, honestly, I think they win both. I think they bounce back against the Giants. Okay. So we're going to give them the win against the Giants and Jets. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they finish the season home versus Pittsburgh. See, if Pittsburgh that could be the needs, Sunday night game. Yeah, that'd be a good Sunday night game. If Pittsburgh needs the win, got to go Pittsburgh. If Pittsburgh clinched whatever seed they need and they're just resting Big Ben and everyone, then obviously I'd go Browns. Week 17 is hard because you don't know which teams are going to try or not. Well, I, I, all right. So I gave you your grace in having the Patriots win against the Dolphins. And that's the game I think that they're going to lose. Mm-hmm. I say we just give the Browns a loss here. All right, let's give them a loss. I'm, I'm fine with that. All right. So Cleveland 2-2. Two and two. So we have the Ravens, Browns, Colts, Raiders, Dolphins. Who am I missing here? We need Titans. That, that's a big one too. Titans, yep. Okay. So they're they're nine and three, I think. Yeah. Because they okay. beat the Colts. Have it right here. All right. So the final four games are the following. At the Jaguars this Sunday. Jaguars are in all these games, but loss. Okay. Even though I think Jaguars in one of the games we mentioned, they're gonna keep it close. Like they kept it close against the. Uh, See, I think they blow them out this week because of how this week's game went. Fair, fair. So we both have them as a win. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, home versus the Lions. That's a good game. Lions, Titans. If Matt Patricia's coach would be 100% Titans, but since he's not, Detroit might try to play for their job. Is it at? I think the Titans have the toughest schedule of these four teams besides the Dolphins for these final four games, besides Jacksonville, because you're home versus Detroit, you're at Green Bay, and then you're at Houston. They're sneaky, tough games. Lions could be a sneaky, tough game. What do you think, Lions, Titans? I think they're going to beat the, the Lions, and I think they're going to lose the last two. I, I, you know what? No, no, I take that back. I think they're going to beat the Lions. They're at home. Um, 
Detroit's played him way too many close games this year. Yeah. There's going to be a point where them having an interim head coach is going to catch up to them. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take them in the win against Jacksonville. I think we should agree on the win versus the Lions. Yeah. Um, and then they're going to lose to Green Bay because Green Bay is still fighting for that number one spot or they're fighting for whatever, the top couple spots there. And the Titans have a terrible defense and Aaron Rodgers will feast on that mm-hmm. defense. On the road, Sunday night football. And then at Houston, I think they – Houston wants to play spoiler. They might, and I think that's a spoiler. There's always that Week 17 spoiler. We have every team winning Week 17, obviously besides Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Um, let's and, go loss. Yeah, and the thing is for the Texans, you know the Texans aren't going to try to tank – at all because the Dolphins have their pick this year. Dolphins have their first No, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so Texans are – they have no uh, reason to not try. So, might as well put um, – We're just going to finish the AFC essentially at this point. Yeah, it's, it's, might as well. All right. Um, we'll go Buffalo. All right. So, home versus Pittsburgh this Sunday. Got to give them a loss. Yes, we do. Yeah. Go Steelers. All right, and then – what is it? Is it New England? I have it right here. It's no. Uh, at Denver. See, Denver can also be a sneaky team. They're not winning. They're not losing that game. I think Buffalo wins, but I think they'll be a close game. Um, and, I, and I say that because I don't think they're going to go back-to-back losses. Secondly, I live with the, my dad's a diehard Broncos fan. And I have to hear every – I literally know a lot about this team through him. Other than that, I wouldn't really care about the Broncos. Um, Drew Locke, by the way, sucks. He, he's – that very overrated. That was we all made bad picks in the summer. That was my worst pick this summer when I said and I looked at the camera and I looked in the microphone and I said that Drew Locke's gonna be a top five quarterback. I nope. that was yeah. bad. I was watching him Sunday night. He literally didn't want to win that game. First drive, boom, down the field, picked off. Last drive, you have a chance to go tie the game or whatever it was, and or go win, picked off. Making stupid throws throughout the game. Like, I don't trust that guy. He's not going to be the starting quarterback next year. Give Buffalo that win. Um, at New England. So, we're going to say loss. Yes. Bill's not losing both to, to the Bills. I will agree with you on that. I think – unless Cam just completely sucks that day and they have to go to sit him last minute. But that, that's – it's going to be at New England. So, I mm-hmm. think – I think that's big advantage for us. Um, and then home versus the Dolphins. We said that they were going to beat the Dolphins. Yeah. So we have Buffalo going two and two and two. Oh, we still have to do the Patriots. I didn't even think about that. Mm. I kept thinking that you were just going to say they're going to win them all. Um, well, actually, going through the schedule now, we have the Patriots going four and zero, right? It, so my biggest thing, like I said earlier, this Rams game is ginormous. It is the biggest out of these four games. Yeah. The simple fact. I guess you could say the next game is always giving the next biggest game as long as you win because, obviously, if we beat the Rams and lost to the Dolphins, then the Bills game doesn't matter. Yep. So this game right. is utmost importance for momentum. And the Rams are really good defense, but I think Bill Belichick owns Sean McVay and Jared Goff. I think Jared Goff, in his simple brain, is not going to be able to handle the Belichick defense because, you know, you see those videos of Jared Goff, like, you can hear him, McVeigh talking into his headphones, like because they cut off the mics at 15 seconds before the snap, and you can hear he's like listening for what McVeigh's saying. And I think mm-hmm. 
Belichick is just going to have his way with Goff. And it's going to be a grinded-up victory for sure. It's not going to be a blowout either way. Like, either whichever the team – which whoever wins, it's going to be a grinded-up victory. It's going to be a low-scoring game. And, like I said, if Patriots win against Rams, we're running the table. Um, so then we have Pittsburgh beating Buffalo. Actually, two real quick, Patriots on a three-game winning streak right now, right? Two games. Three out of the last four. Or four of the last five. That means they're winning eight of the last nine. That's pretty good. They're a hot team. Yeah. If we um, All right, so Pittsburgh, we have them beating Buffalo. Um, then at Cincinnati, I have them winning that game. Pittsburgh, Ben owns the Bengals anyway in Cincinnati too. Yeah, I'm not worried um, and Bengals. And then we have them beating the Colts. And then we have them beating Cleveland. So we have them going 15-1? I, you know what? I do. And I'm trying my hardest. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you 100%. I think it's going to be more like 14-2. and two. So what I'll do is I'll schedule one loss in that in the final four because I don't I, I'm not a biased Steeler fan on this podcast. I made it very clear. I think okay. if you lose a game, it is against the Colts. Mm, okay. Well then, do we want to choose that then? Yeah, that I, way, now we're gonna have the Colts going three and one. I know. Uh, it's gonna burst your little. Uh, it's gonna hurt path. my uh, my path. Um, do you want to give it to the Colts or do you want to give it to the Browns? Or the Bills? Mm. Because if I'm being honest with you, I'm going to give it to the Bills. Uh, it's, it's, Browns have no chance. I don't think the Browns have a chance against the Steelers just because it's that big brother, little brother syndrome where the little brother can be more skilled, but big brother just has that alpha, that I own you mentality and that the little brother just can't get over, and that's the Browns. So, Ben also just had the – Winning his percentage for a quarterback in Cleveland. I mean, I can also see Chiefs and Steelers both being fifteen one. No, I I have a, I have them both being fourteen and two. Pittsburgh has a tiebreaker because the Chiefs have to go to New Orleans. Oh, they do. Okay, and Drew Brees will be back. Um, and because he was supposed to be back this week, they don't want to they don't want to risk it. Um, they want to get him ready. I've been reading they want him to be ready for the Chiefs next week at home. Mm. And I have – there's no way Breeze comes back and loses if when Taysom Hills won all these games for them. Right, so let's, let's have the Bills beating your Steelers because – Okay. Uh, Bills are hot. They look good against the 49ers, the Steelers. Mm-hmm. You can, on Twitter, I won't give you the excuse, but on the podcast, you can make the argument that they were probably a little tired. Big Ben did not have his week to ice down and not practice. Only had four days not to um, We'll touch on that a little bit. That's that's gonna get me into a long rant. We're gonna lose sight of this path because we have one more team left. Okay. Um all right, so the Chiefs, we have them beating the Dolphins. I'm giving them the loss to the to the Saints. Chiefs Kansas City. Go ahead. Sorry, so you're saying Chiefs beat the Dolphins and lose to the Saints. Yeah. Okay. That's both of them. And I say both. that because Saints have a great defense. They do. They have a great defense in Kansas City for some reason, which no one wants to admit, by the way. Like, no, nobody wants to go out and say this, but a lot of their games have been close. They've just played lesser teams. I mean, for crying out loud, Carolina went in there and almost beat them a couple weeks no, ago. I, I, 
See, I agree. Like on Twitter when I responded, I agree with you. The Chiefs also play down. Like I made the tweet that Steelers play down to every opponent shocker, but the Chiefs also play down to their opponents. And I don't know if it's like for the Steelers, everyone blames Mike Tomlin because he's a player coach and doesn't get the team like hyped up. Even though he's a hype guy, but he doesn't get them hyped up to like play hard every game that they expect to win. I think the Chiefs, they just think they're so good that they can like casually go through a game and not try and win. And I think that could bite him in the butt. The Saints are going to be – this is a perfect game for the Saints to show that they're legit because this is definitely a potential Super Bowl matchup. This is probably a lot of people's Super Bowl favorite matchup between Steelers – I mean, the Chiefs and Saints. So mm-hmm. I think the Saints are going to be all in in this game. And I think there's a good chance they'll win just purely on defense and ball control. Well, I just – one more thing on the Saints too. Remember, they almost lost to the Chargers in overtime. They almost lost to the – Panthers, if it wasn't for, what was it, a turnover on Dads or a fumble um, at midfield. Um, they almost lost to the Raiders twice. Um, they almost lost to Denver this Sunday, by the way, at home. They're, they're just as sus. Pittsburgh has, mo- Pittsburgh has more wins with higher, by higher margins than the Chiefs do, too. So, and also, too, if you have the Steeler team that plays up to their opponent. They're going to play up to Kansas City's level, and hopefully it's at home. Um, again, that's we'll touch into that a little bit. So we have we have all the records here, mm-hmm. all right. So we're going to put it together here, all right. <laughs> so this is the official. I don't know if you want to get the drum roll going. We'll, we'll get something going. All right, so. Uh, the Steelers are going – so we have the Steelers going 3-1 and one in the next four games. Okay, so that's going to put them at 14-2. and two. We have the Chiefs going 14-2 uh, and two as well, going 3-1 and one in, their next, in their next four games. Pittsburgh gets the tiebreaker because they're both going to be 14-2. and two. They both have an AFC loss, and they both have an NFC loss. So then it goes to division record. And the Chiefs are 5-1 and one in their division. Pittsburgh will be 6-0. and oh. So the Steelers, the Steelers would then be number one in the AFC. The Chiefs would be number two. Okay. Okay. Um, that's the second tiebreaker. It goes conference record, then division record. You know your stuff. Um, the Bills, we have them going three and one uh, in their next four games. Yep. So that has them going 12 and four. Yep. Okay. Winning division. Right, that makes the Bills. They'd probably be the three seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have – who's next here on my list? We have Tennessee, 8-4. Uh, and four, right? We have them going 10-6. and, 10 and six. Yeah. Okay. I wish you could see all this. Uh, well, maybe I'll put a visual – representation post on Twitter. Yeah, maybe just pull up the playoff picture real quick. Yeah. Um, and then we have, so we have uh, the Patriots, quote unquote. Um, we have the Patriots finishing 4-0, which puts them at 10-6. and Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> um, we have the Dolphins losing out. <laughs> <laughs> just, just the Dolphins. Oh, that's great. So we have the Dolphins finish going from Eight and four to eight and eight. 
It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Eight and eight for the Dolphins. If this happens, we need to go. We need to go to Vegas next year. We buy a lottery ticket, go to Vegas. Everything. I'm saving this. Yeah, save it, and we'll show what our predictions looked like and what actually happened. How good we are at football. <laughs> we'll probably get everything wrong. We have the Raiders going three and one, so that puts them at ten and six. You own the tiebreaker over them, so that's good for you. Let's go. Um, we have the Colts going two and two, which puts them at ten and six. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> We're doing great. The Browns will be two and two in the next four, which puts them at eleven and five. Damn. Um, the Ravens going three and one, which puts them at ten and six. Everyone's finishing ten and six this year. Just contagious. Once it goes, everyone goes. Okay, so Buffalo's got the three seed. Yep. So, um, four seed at twelve and four. Who gets the four seed now? Because Tennessee is ten and six, and the Colts are ten and six. They both split. For some reason, I thought it goes to whichever team wins the first game, but I know that's wrong. But I feel like that's how. That's I, I thought it was always the second game. Yeah. Um, I think it goes by conference wins. I, that's going to take me a while to look through for the Bills Titans. Um, Let's just assume it'd be. Oh, um, I have right here in the conference. Their current conference schedule, their current conference record right now is six and four in the AFC. Yeah. Okay. Is that for Titans? Titans. The Colts are four and four. So they still haven't played two. We had the Colts. We have them beating the, tit- the Texans. Yeah, as of now, like in the let's just go Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee four seed. I think they have Tennessee currently as the four seed. So yeah, they do. And why change things for being factually uh, correct? Right, right. And then if it's if it's switched, you know, the Patriots don't play the Colts or the Titans. So like, there's it, it's really on what they do. Yeah. Well, now we're screwed because now we got. <laughs> you do a lot of math. Okay, so we have the division winners: the Steelers. 14 and 2, they get the bye. Chiefs 14 and 2, Bills 12 and 4, Titans 10 and 6. Not biased. The Steelers have two losses on the season. So now we go to 5, 6, and 7, which 5 belongs to Cleveland on 11 and 5. Yep. So now the Patriots are down to the 6 and 7 seed. Yep. So we have the Ravens finishing 10 and 6. Now the Patriots own the tiebreaker over them. Yes, sir. So let me cross off the teams that are we've already crossed off, Bills and Titans. So we're down to the Patriots. The Dolphins are eliminated. Eight and eight. <laughs> oh my God. So <laughs> we have the Ravens 10 and 6, the Colts 10 and 6, the Raiders 10 and 6, and the Patriots 10 and 6. The path. The path. Which means the Colts would get the sixth seed. Yep. And, and the New England Patriots, who beat yeah. the Raiders and the Ravens, sneak in at 10 and 6 as oh. the seventh seed. Belichick's greatest coaching job of all time. So then we want to dig deeper into it. <laughs> Round one. And they're going to say. Round one Patriots at the Chiefs. You get my homeboy. And then you beat the Chiefs, and then you go to Pittsburgh. <laughs> Hell yes, we're gonna beat the two 14 and two seeds. Cam Newton's gonna hold that Lombardi trophy. It'll be the greatest coaching job of all time. Belichick, they will not build the Tom Brady statue. It'll just be a Belichick statue and said, "Tom Brady, thanks for coming for the ride." 
So the Patriots knock off the Chiefs and the Steelers. We'll say the Bills. We face the Browns in the AFC Championship games. The most elite AFC Championship game you could think of. Well, who would you have? Bills or the Colts in round one? Bills. Okay. Titans or Browns? Give me some Baker. Yep, I'm going to say the same thing. So now, and then we had the Patriots beaten. (laughs) (laughs) The Patriots have victory over the Chiefs and the Steelers. So we'll have New England at Pittsburgh, the divisional round weekend. We'll have Cleveland at the Bills. What an electric uh, Saturday and Sunday AFC belts. <laughs> if that happens, I'm getting like 800 yards this whole year. <laughs> Let's just say New England wins. Right. You know, this is great. This is great. First year there's a seventh seed. Is Patriots just do what we do. We just take that seventh seed and go. You make history it. with it. Exactly. So if the Patriots win... I'm going to say Buffalo wins, and we have an AFC East AFC Championship game in Buffalo. <laughs> if the Steelers win, I'm going to say the Browns win. And yes. We're going to have an AFC North AFC Championship game. Now, I, so I either feel, the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl or the Steelers are going to the Super Bowl. I feel bad for all Bills fans, especially this year. Your team's finally really good, and like Bills fans are notoriously known for be the craziest fans, and they don't get a chance to be at the games and be crazy. Imagine if they hosted an AFC Championship game and they're not allowed to have fans. What a travesty that would be. All right, so I'm going to write this down so we can save it, and you can post it on the, the Twitter machine there. You don't have to save the playoff picks, but we can save the regular season. Just say, just put up, check out the podcast, but we went through the entire path and every team schedule. Mm-hmm. And this was our – this is how we generated the, the math out, and this is what's going to be the AFC playoff picture. And, Tom, this is not a prediction. This is a spoiler. <laughs> I'm going to take a picture and send it to you now. I'll make a little video graphic of it, maybe. We'll see. See how it feels tonight. This is great. This is literally like – this is literally like my math homework. There was a lot of math. I've done more math tonight. And that's only adding maybe two teams' records. I've done more math tonight than I have the past pandemic, I'd say. Um, okay, I just sent it to you. Okay. Well, there you go, folks. Uh, the Patriots are clinching the playoffs. They're winning out. Everyone else is losing, and the Patriots are the seventh seed. Dolphins not winning. And it's since you got that cam jersey. Got to save for tomorrow. I wanted to wear it tonight. I started wearing my little hat instead. But, you know, I got to save the Kandrews for game day. Tradition. I think my cousin's a jinx. My cousin Kevin, he was on the podcast a couple weeks ago, a month ago. Yep. Yeah, he's a jinx. What did he say? So, um, he was at a store, found a Color Rush um, Minka Fitzpatrick jersey, Mm -hmm. bought it this weekend, told me about it, Steelers lost. Some don't let buy a Patriots jersey. I this is what I do every week. I put the flag downstairs, I put my Steelers hat on, put my Steelers with the Big Ben Revenge Tour shirt on, and it works. I bring the terrible towel down, and it works. The jersey's purchased, and we lose. So, oh, so that's what I wanted to say. Can I get a um, a two nope. minute, a two minute, uh, Podium. Yeah, um, no more path talk. The floor is yours. 
let's see how you're feeling. Okay. So genuinely to all the, the Steeler haters out there, I just want to say this. The Pittsburgh Steelers, the last decade, decade centuries, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the last decade, are known for blowing losses to teams that they have to beat. Pittsburgh Steelers are known for blowing leads. The Steelers are known for losing games that they need to win. The Steelers are known for going on the road to play a 2-10 and 10 team when they're 10-2 and two and blowing the doors off of them and coming back with a fat L. <clears throat> Point case here. <clears throat> 2020, I said it. The Big Ben Revenge Tour. Okay? He was going to wipe every team out. But here's the point. The football team isn't a team name, so it doesn't count. He didn't wipe the team out. He's wiped everybody else out with the name, except for the team that didn't have the name, and that was the whole point, was to have an NFC loss, etc. So, in all seriousness, though, Pittsburgh got screwed up a week, week six bye week, or week, whatever week it was. They got screwed up that bye week. And on top of that, they didn't even have a bye week. Week four, they practiced the entire week thinking there'd be a game. So now they got to practice again the next week. No time off because now they have to prepare for Tennessee. And at the time, they were both undefeated. Big game, no bye week. Let's fast forward all the way to week, what, 11? Playing Baltimore now, week 12. Which, by the way, no breaks. No Thursday night football games to get 10 days off. No Monday night games to get no to get that extra day off from the previous Sunday. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. You guys are hard workers. We get, we get to the Ravens game, Thanksgiving night. Delayed, delayed Wednesday. All right, great. So now we just practice Monday, Tuesday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We find out after practice Wednesday, we're not playing tomorrow night. Now we're playing Sunday. So now the Steelers keep practicing. So they practiced literally Monday through Saturday to get told that they're not playing until um, that first it was Monday night. Okay. Fine. Push the game out again to Tuesday. Practicing. Uh, no, they shut the facility down for a day. Sorry, one day. And it gets pushed out to Wednesday at 3.40 in the afternoon. Okay? No James Conner. No Marquise Pouncey. They're losing. We already lost um, a couple of our key defensive players already. Joe Hayden was hurt going into the Ravens game with an injury. All right. So then now they're playing Wednesday and they literally, I don't know. I made this tweet out and I'm pretty sure I'm accurate. And I just, I made, I, I was like, well, I, I assume this is true. So I'm just going to tweet it. I think we're the first team in NFL history to only have four days off <laughs> against it. Now I'm against the team that's been hot and had 10 days off. So you like you do that. You do that math. Pittsburgh gets has to play the Ravens, a very physical game, only get four days off to come back on Monday and play again. So now instead of the entire seven days, now they have six days to get ready for the Bills. The my point is, the Steelers have zero have had zero time off. They, they haven't had a bye week. They're not getting a bye week. They literally have to be the best team in the AFC to get their normal bye week. And my other point is that when people, it just, it takes me off to no belief that people literally are out there saying, oh, well, they always play close games and they can't blow teams up. 
go look at it. The Steelers are number like top four, top five in the league for biggest margin wins in the season. And on top of that, they had 10 or 11 straight games where they put, which they were the first team since in the Super Bowl era for their first 11 games to put up 24 plus points or more. So yeah, sorry, the, the offense is slow for two weeks. I want to pull out a Patriots season where the Patriots score 24 plus points every single game. And this, you know what I mean? It's, it's to the point where it's like the Steelers actually look really good this year. And a lot of the people who are tweeting me and a lot, and not you, but I'm saying a lot of people who are tweeting me, a lot of people who are blowing my phone up after a loss are people who aren't actually watching the game. They're looking at the scores. And when they look at the scores, they don't see the actual game, what's going on. So yes, I'm not going to sit up here, cry and say the Pittsburgh Steelers are the best team that's ever stepped on a football field. No, they're far from that. They had really sucked the last two weeks, but at the same time, Every time the Patriots had a problem, there was always an excuse. Oh, well, Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. They're going to come back. Oh, they oh, they already won the division. They can have six losses, still win the division, and cakewalk through the playoffs. The Steelers lose once, and they're all of a sudden the worst. The Steelers were quoted – this. I'm, I'm not even kidding you. I've never even heard this. The worst 11-0 team of all time. So then I went and tweeted, and I said – I literally said, that's – I don't know how you say that, but I'd rather be the worst 11-0 team of all time than the best 8-8 eight eight team of all time. So it just, as long as the Steelers have a chance, as long as they get the bye week, which everyone was like, oh my God, they lost the bye week. No, they didn't. They're still in first place. On top of that, my last point is, all right, and this is the end of the rant because it's it's been getting to me a lot, is that um, this – Oh, Ben Roethlisberger, he's not that good. He's not, I'm not saying he should be up for the MVP race, but I'm saying that this is one of his best seasons in a while. He's distributing the ball faster than he's ever distributed the ball before. And his, I think his ratio is four to one right now, 28 to like seven, it's something sick. around there. It's, I, we, me, and, me and my roommate looked at it the other day. It is four to one. I just forget the exact number. And um, no, it's, it's frustrating that a team can be 11-0 and they can be the most crapped-on team in football. But then you look at the Ravens, who are 6-7-5 and seven and five now. And example, you, you sent me a t- um, what Colin Coward said last week after the Ravens game. Yep. Pittsburgh Steelers fans can go cry in their towels. They're not winning the Super Bowl. I tweeted out what he said today about the Ravens. Okay? What, what and this – Colin Coward literally said this, and I tweeted out. I said, oh, um, I said something about the wins thing. He goes, why did people – he's like, football isn't baseball. We don't look at stats. We just look at wins. And the Ravens won last night. All right, Lamar Jackson wins football games. So, really, so the Steelers are 11-0, and you say that we literally can go cry in our towels and we're not even going to win a playoff game. But Lamar Jackson, who once again opens the game up yesterday with the interception – literally has looked awful in every primetime game this year besides last night because it was against the Cowboys. And he can go, but Lamar won. What does stats matter? But when he plays the Steelers or he plays Kansas City or he plays the Patriots, he looks like garbage. But it doesn't make sense to me. There's always excuses as to why Pittsburgh sucks. There's always excuses. And you know what? Everyone who's texting me this week, everyone who's tweeting me this week, I just said, yep, you know what? We sucked this week. But hey, we're still in first place. 
the classic Patriot answer. The Patriots would lose a game in the last 20 years. I would say, haha, you lost. And it'd be like, stolen first place, boss. Oh, look at your team. I haven't said that. I have not had one answer where I said the Patriots are six and six and we're 11 and one. I don't care about your team, quite frankly. I care about my team and how we're winning the Super Bowl. And you know what? I even went out of the way to give you the seventh seed. Hey, it's the path. Um, that's where I'm going to rest my case. Pittsburgh beats Buffalo this week. There's still going to be people saying, oh, Ben threw an interception. You guys still suck. Oh, the Steelers are fake. All right. Well, and what other coach in the NFL right now besides Bill Belichick has finished every season? Actually, Bill hasn't even because his first season he finished under 500. Has finished every season 500 or above. So whatever. There's still going to be criticism, but that's all I'm going to say. And that's where I'm going to keep it shut there. I'm, I had to get it out on the pod. I'm still going to get tweeted by this show. I'm going to get tweeted by everybody. I'm going to get texted every time we throw a pick or lose a game. But at the end of the day, the Steelers are 11-1. and one, And if they only lose to the Bills and they, or they went out and the Chiefs lose one game, we have the bye week. And that's all I'm going to say. So my first point is that Big Ben, this loss for Big Ben was a travesty. And not because they lost. It's because now Big Ben – is officially going to lose the play, comeback player of the year, and that's probably Big Ben's most prized possession to try to get is comeback player of the year because that's true with the injuries. Alex Smith's going to win it now. So, poor Big Ben. The second point is that Steelers I never are, even thought about that. <laughs> the Steelers are a good team. They are 11-0. I mean, being a bad 11-0 team is not a bad thing. You get who you get, and you keep tweeting about me saying that I'm agreeing with you. You get who you get, and it doesn't matter. But I meant that in the playoffs that whoever you face in the playoffs, that's who you, you end up with. That's who you face. If all those three teams just happen to suck, they happen to suck. In the regular season, when you're not tested as much, because Steelers did have a non-divisional winner uh, schedule, that does help. You have to admit that does help. I'm not saying this Steelers are a bad team. I think if they had a first-place uh, schedule, I think they'd still be in the playoffs. I think they'd still be something like 9-3 and three if they had a schedule like the Patriots have this year because we had a division winner schedule. But I'll compare it to last year, what you just said. Well, let me, let me say this. I think this, it's basically Patriots this year are what the Steelers were last year where – Mike Tomlin was just trying to mesh pieces together to make stuff work, and it was working. Mike Tomlin is inherently a good coach. Bill no plan. Pittsburgh didn't have a plan last year. You have a plan. You don't have a plan this year. You're just kind of going with it. Because especially this year for the Patriots, because we had to change basically our whole offense with no offseason or preseason to make it work. Cam signed with the Pats in July. He's just trying to make it work. So. Patriots are just trying to make everything work, just like the Steelers are trying to make everything work without Big Ben. But that's not what you, that not you, but that's not what a lot of the listeners, or people in my life, or Steeler haters across the world said last year. It was, oh, Big Ben got hurt again. Oh my God. Oh, you didn't make the playoffs. Oh, you had a pretty good lead for the playoffs. You blew that. I, I've been nothing but support. Actually, I don't think I've even said one bad thing about the Patriots all year. I think I've just kind of – I've accepted the fact that they're – they are rebuilding. They lost the greatest quarterback of all time. And, and I'll say this. I'll, another 
this is on the Patriots side as well. Um, last year, New England had the easy, this is, and I do think about this sometimes. Honestly, I do. Like when I step out of the bias shoes and I look at the bigger picture, or Seth Rollins from WWE says for the greater good. Um, New, remember when New England had that cakewalk the first eight games? They were like eight and oh. And then they finally played Baltimore and they got their doors blown off. Yep. Oh. That, is a, that is a worry, man, because they actually ran into a good defense this week and no one was injured. They were all healthy. And I mean, I guess it's been a thing. The, the Steelers haven't, I think, I still think they're exhausted. And I don't think a lot of people actually think about that because I, when I play football, right, and I know it was only high school, but like growing up playing football, I remember just being exhausted come Thursday and the game was on Friday because of all the stuff we got to do to prepare for the game, right? And um, some, so sometimes my junior year, I played JV and varsity, right? And I would have to play a game on Monday and Fridays, right? So that's almost like what Pittsburgh just did because Friday, I'd, be, I'd go into the game on a Friday and I'd be like kind of tired from Monday still because we still had to practice Tuesday, Wednesday, walkthroughs Thursday, play again Friday, and then conditioning Saturday, way back Sunday, and then play again Monday. So it, it's, it, it's mentally it's tough, physically it's tough. Um, but yeah, I mean, I still like, I don't think enough people like actually think about the fact that it is tiring. They're human beings just because they're athletes, you know, and you hear players say all the time. Okay. Actually I was really wrong on that four day off thing, by the way, because pe teams play Sunday and play Thursday. Never mind that take. <laughs> um, Pittsburgh's literally had no time off though, but it doesn't, it does worry me though, because the last two games have looked really bad against teams they really should have won against. And I do think it's just them being tired. And that's not me being biased. I've said this now. But you can bring it back to last year where New England started at 8-0 and everything fell apart when they actually played good teams. So we'll see this Sunday. If Pittsburgh looks like trash Sunday, I will, I will be willing to reevaluate everything because now they have, a, you know, essentially the week off. Um, we'll see how they play these final four games. They're, they're already in the playoffs. But if they collapse in these final four games, it's on them. So hopefully there's no more reschedules. If there is a reschedule again, then I will be, you know, pissed off. But, you know, um, yeah. That's what happens in a pandemic season. Now, also, um, so at one point, JV Mondays and football in high school were the best time ever. Just no serious football being played. Great times. But second point, I think – well, you're bringing up uh, times off, COVID, and everything. I think it's kind of it's kind of BS and insane. And if you didn't know this about Roger Goodell already, you should know now that Des Bryant tests positive for COVID that day. That was crazy. With all the players, and Goodell's like, "Well, we're already here. I mean, we're already padded up. Might as well. We, if we have COVID, we probably already have it already. So let's just play anyways." Like Goodell needs to come out. He doesn't need to. Because we all know it. Goodell does not care about the pandemic. The, <laughs> the fact that they find teams for wearing masks, like Gruden getting fined a quarter of a million dollars, or the Oakland or uh, Las Vegas team got fined a quarter of a million dollars for not wearing masks properly. The fact that they did that, and yet Des Bryant has COVID. He practices with people. He's dapping up people before the game. 
<laughs> now admit now all of a sudden everything's okay. Yeah, now it's like I mean it already happened. I was thinking about like, that. Like that that's complete BS. So screw the NFL, screw Roger Goodell for doing that. That means they didn't really need to push off the Steelers game. That should piss off the Steelers players though that that happened. That's point exactly. Like what's the point of pushing games back if a guy tests positive that day and you're gonna play anyways? He's so. dabbing up the entire team. Yeah, that's that's my point about that. Mm-hmm. And but, he dabbed up Jerry Jones, and Jerry Jones is ninety, what like one hundred and fifty years old. Jerry Jones is the like they already have the vaccine already done. Jerry Jones got that months ago because you know oh. that oil money. Yeah, he's probably good friends with Trump. Yeah, but I know we Stephen A probably got it too because he's probably dear friends with Jerry Jones. I mean, he Stephen got the vaccine. A is an essential worker, so he deserves the vaccine. <laughs> He's like, he's like, or Jim Gray probably got it, where he's like, because he has to. Like, Jim, how'd you get the? How did you get the vaccine? Simple. I know, I know Donald. Donald knows me. I know Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones knows Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson knows Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady's friends with me. Mm-hmm. I know all of them. Why not have the vaccine? Something Illuminati in there. Do you get that point? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know Tom. Tom knows it over. <laughs> it's still uh, one of the best clips of all time. <laughs> so, me, anyway, so yeah, we have the Steelers, Chiefs, Bills, Titans, Browns, and Colts. Yeah. I can't uh, wait to reevaluate this for the next four weeks. I can't wait till like all our predictions are wrong uh, this weekend and then we have to reevaluate all our picks. We, we can go back to the sheet each week and see how accurate we were. Where does this podcast go, by the way, if um, the Patriots decide to lose out? Um, I don't know. Maybe we should we just interview random people on the street and like, just get random quotes. Uh, We're going to go into Bruins talk that starts in January? You know, it'll, it'll be sad boy hours for sure. I mean, Celtics start next week, I think. So. Yeah, that's right. So we'll talk about LeBron on the podcast and all that. Did you hear that real quick? About LeBron and Kyrie? No, he went on um, – was it uh, Jefferson? Mm. Whoever has his podcast, they interviews all these famous people like Richard Steve Jefferson. Hale. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he was literally talking about the entire bubble, talking about his thoughts on the teams in the bubble, and he literally said the Spurs got what they deserved because they kept talking all that bleep all year long. He's like, he's like when they were up in the series, he said I literally was preparing for the Spurs. He's like my jaw dropped when they didn't, when they, we didn't play them. He literally, LeBron literally said that. I'm like, oh, LeBron just said that. Are you talking about the Celtics? No, Le- LeBron talking about the. Uh, I mean, LeBron talking about the Clippers. Sorry. Oh, okay. He literally saying. said they had they talked all that bleep all year long. I don't know if we're allowed to swear in here. And it doesn't matter. And it's for the better. No, I, I said it doesn't matter. I mean. Oh. oh. Um, no yeah, he, he went off. He was like, yeah, they talked all that crap all year long and they didn't even make it. He's like, I'm saying all that shit all year long. <laughs> there it is. You'll have to, yeah. You'll have to take a listen to it. I'll send you the link. It's pretty good. Then he talked about space jam and I turned it off. Cause you, me and my roommate were watching it. Sturz, who was on the show. And he was like, yeah, hopefully we have movie theaters open the weekend it comes out. And then Sturz looks at me and he goes, you're LeBron James. You're going to make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean LeBron. LeBron, when it comes to issues he cares about, like we have to care about him. But when it comes to China, COVID, if it comes to money, LeBron's like, "Give me that money. Everything else mm-hmm. doesn't matter." 
fraud. Fraud. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, LeBron is a fraud. Who's his favorite football team, by the way? He's on Twitter all day chirping about football. He's a Cowboys fan and a Ohio State fan. So. And he's always talking about hashtag dog pound, the Browns. <laughs> yeah, the, he's a Browns fan too. Yeah. Always tweeting hashtag dog pound. Yeah. I didn't see those well, tweets. Cowboys suck. He hasn't tweeted about them lately. Yeah, I didn't see those tweets when they were 1 in 15, 0 in 16. LeBron, front runner, mm-hmm. classic. Do you think Braun's still kind of uh, upset that he's not in the NFL? Uh, I bet he's upset that people don't think all the time that he should be in the NFL. Like, LeBron probably wants to be known, th- thought of by everyone as the best athlete of all time. And the fact that people don't constantly talk about LeBron being the best tight end probably irks him. Oh, yeah. When he sat on the court after they won the championship, he's like, and I give me my damn respect. He wasn't talking about being talked about in the greatest basketball player of all time. He was talking about the fact that no one talks about him being an NFL tight end. Or NFL tight end being the greatest athlete of all time. He wants that damn respect. No, LeBron, you choked in the 2011 finals. Get me Skip Bayless to yell at LeBron's face. Oh, my God, dude. Skip, if Skip Bayless pulled that off and got LeBron James on the show with him and Shannon, that, would be the, that might be the greatest interview of all time. I would skip I would skip work or class or whatever to be in front of that TV to watch that interview. See, I, I it'd be hilarious if LeBron just roast Skip because as much as I don't like LeBron, Skip Bayless I don't hate Skip Bayless, but he's just so annoying and I love I love seeing people put it back in Skip Bayless's face and showing oh, him yeah. like that Skip Bayless scored one point two points in high school basketball. I love <laughs> people use that stat against Skip Bayless. It's so funny. The, the best rivalry a couple years ago was um, Baker Mayfield and Colin Cowherd. Yes, the, that beef was legendary. That was like an awkward tension on the stage, and Colin Cowherd just trying not to make it awkward. And Baker's like, essentially like, dude, shut the, shut the F up. Like, I know what you said about me. Yeah. Baker, I didn't say you were going to be a bust in the draft. I just said, I don't think you're going to be that good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Colin, that's the same thing. <laughs> Thanks, Colin. But, now we're talking about basketball and sports broadcasters. That's what happens when you talk about the path. You just kind of. The path gives you many different options, and we've gone down every single path possible. But to, to reiterate, reiterate everything, Patriots are going to win out. Belichick owns Goff and McVay. I think it's going to be a very defensive game. Patriots are going to need the special teams. I'm going to say, if I had to give a prediction, I'm going to guess Patriots. 24 Rams 21. Um, I'm going to, because I said the Patriots would win with you, and I still think they actually, I really do think they'd win. I think that one game that they could possibly lose would be the Dolphins. Um, because Flores loves the Patriots. I think if two, if two starts for the Dolphins, I give Dolphins no chance. If Fitzpatrick plays, I think it's going to be a close game. Mm-hmm. Tua's going to get mind-bended, appropriate version. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. He's going to be seeing ghosts again. Appropriate <laughs> I just caught that. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Um, here's here, So, I, I'll give a score, and it's probably not going to be accurate, but I'd say 21-17 Patriots. Um, and you're lucky that the Rams are a spot on, spotty team. Um, it's going to be sad boy hours for Patriots fans if they lose because not only is it 10 days to wait, you're going to have to watch an entire day of football on Sunday with the Patriots now at six and seven and possibly all these teams winning on Sunday. 
Yeah, so here's the best part. This is how we're going to end the show. The best part for Patriots fans. If we win, we can just kick back and relax. We don't have to worry about the Patriots. We just have to worry about the path. Right? The path will be decided if it continues or not Thursday. We don't have to say the Patriots played. So if this was a Sunday game at Rams, it'd probably be a 4 o'clock game, right? If we had to worry about the Rams, I mean, Ravens playing at 1, Oakland playing at 1, something like that, we'd be so focused on that and say both those teams, the teams we need to lose, lose, and then you go to the Patriots game and they lose. That's such a letdown in two ways because we had the path and they couldn't win. But since we're playing Thursday, first game, it's already going to be decided whether the path's going to continue or not. So if that's good, you know what? Good, good point. If we win, then we can just kick back, relax, and hope for the best. And if we lose, it's like by Sunday, I've already accepted my fate and I'll just enjoy football for what it is. I won't have to worry about the path. You literally sound like me for the last decade. Yeah. It's just great. Patriots fans have never had to do this. Well, current Patriot fans never had, and actually before the technology became and yeah Patriots fans never had to do this they didn't have the technology to do it before they could do it once we trade for Carson Wentz we'll be all set <laughs> that's where you on the show yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but do you have any last uh takes before we wrap this up um I think by next week Pittsburgh will be 12 and 1 um I think they're going to squeeze out an overtime victory over the Bills um I'm going to take the Steelers in my final score uh it's been very low scoring lately but I think um, Pittsburgh is going to know that this is a must-win now. Uh, 31 to um, – uh, no, 30 to 24, Pittsburgh, because they're not going to have to kick the extra point. They're going to score in the first draft. Love that. Overtime. Yeah, we, we, we're rooting for you, Steelers, for this week. Oh, I need, I need shirt sizes for the uh, podcast. I, th- I think uh, – Not so much you. Honestly, I don't think you should wear it. Because you actually predict, you really did predict the Steelers. I think you might have said they might win the division. I, I think I might have said that too. I'm gonna have to go back. I'm gonna listen to it. Mm. And I'm gonna cut it up. And I'm gonna tweet it out. Okay, I'm gonna hold you to that. I'm gonna uh, remind you to do that. I know. I, know I, I will. Eleven five. I said eleven five ten and six. I can't say I gave credit for them winning the division, but I definitely said eleven five ten and six. You could be right. They could lose out. They could lose out. You never know. But yeah, I'm holding you. He did say eight wins at best, nine. Yep, I and Zach probably said something worse. But. I could make an argument that Joe Burrow is better than Ben Roethlisberger. I could make an argument that this year Baker Mayfield's better than Ben Roethlisberger. Oh well, my God, no Ben's the best quarterback in the division, and he's proving it this year. Lamar is overrated, and he's not that good. All right, that's just that's a topic for another time. Uh, okay, Pony Express. <laughs> that's your homework is to cut up that tape and send it to us. And we'll, we'll Shout out Andrew Philponi. Yep, that's your podcast homework. Cut up that tape and then we'll post it on the Twitter to reveal what our takes were. Yeah, and my professor's going to be like, you're studying for the final? And I'll be like, no, nah, I'm doing podcast homework. Yep, I'm cutting up some film for the podcast. <laughs> All right, but with that being is it said, an internship? No. <laughs> not, not, not in the <laughs> that's for sure. And what's it for? The path. Yeah, it's it's for the path. But this has been the fifty seventh edition of the Next One Podcast. I am Ryan calling along with my dear friend Tom Croco, Steelers legend Tom Croco, and uh, until the I next did. one podcast, the path is alive. Let's hope the path is alive for next week. We'll wait and see. But for the next one podcast, thank you for listening and. 
Belichick is going to mind fuck McVay and Goff.